It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just well, Welcome down, to Dishing Up Nutrition. Stones. Brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition information. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist, and it is a pleasure to have you joining us this morning. And we have a show about clean water. So how important is clean water? Well, Dr. Daniel Amen, and he's the author of Making a Good Brain Great, lists water as a brain medicine. Interesting, isn't it? Listen to what Dr. Amen wrote. Given that your brain is about 80% water, the first rule of brain nutrition is to hydrate your brain with adequate water. Even a slight dehydration can raise stress hormones, which can damage your brain over time. Isn't that interesting? Just water. That is amazing. So he says drink at least 84 ounces of water a day. You know, I believe that water is an important part of our daily lives, but, you know, I wanted to know what other nutritional experts said about water. So I went down to my extensive library, and I got my book collection out, and I gathered gathered up their thoughts to share. But even before I start sharing some of those thoughts, I want to introduce our co-host, Wendy Cates Dancer. And, Wendy, you're back from your... Two-week vacation. Yeah, woohoo! <laughs> Wendy's That's our great. co-host. She's a registered nurse. She's a nutrition counselor, educator. And I know when you're teaching in our weight and wellness classes, you really encourage people to drink at least eight glasses of water a day, don't you? Oh, absolutely. That's probably minimum. So welcome yep. to the show this morning. I know when you're here, we're going to have fun. We are. We're going to have a great <laughs> time. We're going to have a wonderful time. Um, so, Dar, you talked about your collection of books. And I finally got them all put away oh last night off my dining room table. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> so uh, talking about books, my all-time favorite author is Robert Crayon, who wrote Nutrition Made Simple. Great book. Because we need to have things simple for us to understand. But when, one of the things that he said is a lack of water can significantly decrease work performance. So that's why we so push water. Are there <laughs> any are there any bosses listening out there? <sighs> a lack of water can significantly decrease work performance. It can cause constipation and can increase the risk of kidney problems, urinary tract infections. And so we need to drink a minimum of eight eight ounce glasses of water a day. So that's he, minimum. Minimum. And here's another author, Dr. Ner- Nicholas Paracone. You know, his, he wrote an anti-aging book called The Paracone Principle, or The Promise, Paracone Promise. He's the big skin doctor. He is. Too. And he said water is essential for fat metabolism. Hmm. The more you weigh, the more water you need. And even a mild dehydration, the body will cause you to have a 3% drop in your baseline metabolism. So just a little bit of dehydration it drops your metabolism. So what does that mean when you you just drop your metabolism? Well, you can actually, a 3% drop for a lot of people would mean that over six months you would gain one pound of fat. Well, over 
you know, 30 years, which a lot of people are looking at, they've gained 15 pounds and they haven't added any muffins or chips or candy or any of those things. They have just not drank water enough. Right. Just being dehydrated. Yeah. So I'm just looking. This isn't a pretty picture. If you don't drink water, you have poor work performance constipated, not thinking right, poor metabolism. Yeah, it's like uh, not a very happy person either, really. I mean, that kind of would zap you of your basic life energy. Yes. So I tell my weight and wellness students that if they want to keep their soft and subtle skin and prevent wrinkles, they really need to drink water, plenty of water. So we're trying to say there are many reasons to develop the water habit. You know, with a water habit, we want to look at what type of water we should drink. And in Super Immunity for Kids, Dr. Leo Galen said, do not drink chlorinated water. Do not drink chlorinated tap water. So, you know, city tap water is always chlorinated and may actually contain a variety of very different environmental pollutants. So look at that. He said... Do not, and this is, he was written this for, for immunity for kids. Do not drink chlorinated tap water. Hmm. Interesting, isn't it? Well, and then we haven't even started talking about the plastics and all that, have we? No, we haven't. Not yet. Going back to my favorite author, Robert Crayon, he said, don't drink unfiltered tap water. Chlorine happens to be the most dangerous element in most water supplies. So as you can tell, our topic is clean water. So you might ask, well, what does clean water mean? Isn't all the water that we drink clean? It looks clean. (laughs) Well, most of it. Yeah, Yeah, it looks looks clean. It's it's clear. So quality water is a very complicated subject. So we invited our local water expert, Richard Grassi, to share his expertise about what is really meant when you look for clean water. And I've known Richard for, oh, 20 years And he actually installed a water filtration system at our St. Paul office. And I remember the name. It was called AquaThin. And I thought, what an appropriate name for our business. And I thought, what, you know, this is going to be great. And most of our, you know, we have actually had great water for over 20 years. And our staff has had it. Our clients have had it. Um, And, you know, very remarkable we haven't had any problems with it. And that is really mar- remarkable because we're in this throwaway technology time and everything breaks down. So, Richard, you were on Dishing Up Nutrition in June, and I know listeners had lots of questions. Bef- and, but before we get started, uh, I have a question just really to start out with. So Robert Crayon says, don't use tap water. Uh, All these experts say don't use chlorinated tap water. So what's wrong with tap water? Well, what is wrong? Good morning, Richard. Thank you for coming today. Well, thank you, Welcome. we got to get into our topic, and I'm rushing this. I'm I'm very happy to be back. I enjoyed uh, last June's uh, program, and I'm, uh, you know, water's a serious topic. Lots to know about it. What is wrong with tap water? Well, I think it starts basically with water takes a piece of everything that it comes in contact with. Mm-hmm. It's the universal solvent. 
Um, so if water was just water, it would measure zero in, for example, parts per million of dissolved solids. So we don't find any water that clean. Um, the Twin Cities will range from 90 to 600 parts per million of dissolved solids. So, Richard, now I'm going to stop you right there. Yep. When we say dissolved solids, what does what are you talking about? What? Because, you know, yep. that means nothing to a lot of us. Well, dissolved solids, like the name implies, are solids that are now dissolved in the water. You can't see them, you can't smell them, and typically you can't taste them. So give me a name of one or two or three or four. <laughs> well, inorganic minerals. Okay. So give me a name of one, an inorganic mineral maybe. Well, calcium. Okay. Magnesium. Okay. Uh, from limestone. Um, any kind of heavy metal. Like lead that they were yep. just advertising before we went on air? That's right. Okay. Um, any kind of salt-based substances, but so they're measurable. Okay. It, is chlorine? No, chlorine wouldn't measurable. be a dissolved... Well, not in the same way. It's when, when chlorine is suspended in the water, it's suspended in the form of a gas. Oh. It's easier. It's pretty easy to remove. So okay. simple filtration will deal with chlorine. The issue with chlorine, and it's been a, it was a godsend at the turn of the century, and it was added to the water supplies because it, it at the time, eliminated disease-causing waterborne microorganisms. Okay, like sure. Like cholera or typhoid. Yes. But now, since there's so many man-made chemicals finding their way into water, and there's the tune of 119,000 man-made chemicals now, when they find some of them, when they interact with chlorine, they create a family of chemicals called trihalomethanes. Okay. And they are dangerous. They're just not good for us. Okay. So that's what's interacting. So going back to some of those dissolved solids, give me some other names. So people, are they like, I can understand lead. So are some of these chemicals that are being produced also in there? Sure. Sure. There, there would be man-made chemicals that may uh, be absorbed into the water from underground landfills or leaking storage tanks or okay. finding their way just through runoff into rivers and streams. I so, mean, it all percolates down okay. and ends up in the water. So so all those things can be in tap water? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. And with no disrespect to what a city attempts to do, but of all the water coming into anyone's house, typically less than 1% of it is used for cooking and drinking. So it's kind of an upside-down equation. How can you make the water fantastic and super, super clean when most of it's going for watering the lawn, flushing the toilet, doing laundry? Okay. It's an upside-down equation. Okay. I saw, yes. So even if a city does improve their water treatment system, then it has to run in all these old lines from, to get from the water treatment plant to their home. Okay. And there's research that says about 20% of the, of the water leaving treatment plants in this country don't make it to the end user because okay. of leaks in the lines, which is a whole other topic. So it's almost like, wouldn't you say, we almost need to have some kind of a filtering system when we, we bring that tap water into our house. Right, right. And the good news and to that is, is we can take that water quality through whatever filtration we decide on to whatever level we want. Okay. The issue is there's so much confusion. Okay. And, and, and we will try to address that confusion okay. right after we get back from break. 
You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Remember last week when you promised yourself that you were going to lose weight? Maybe you wanted to get a head start for the holidays, but one thing led to another and you never got started. Well, it's not too late. You can still have time to lose weight for the holidays. The Nutrition for Weight Loss class is your answer. Stay tuned for details for beginning classes, dates, and locations. And if you have questions for Richard about water, I'm sure there's lots of questions out there. Give us a call, 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Dishing Up Nutrition. If you're like me, you try to eat right, but the definition of healthy eating seems like a moving target. Should I eat low-carb or low-fat? Do eggs and butter raise my cholesterol? Is coffee good after all? Don't rely on sound bites and infomercials for something as important as your health. You deserve recommendations based on biochemistry. Nutritional Weight and Wellness is offering My Talk 1071 listeners a complimentary e-newsletter that is chock full of nutrition information and tips. The Weight and Wellness Way newsletter provides sound information and practical strategies from a nutritionist's perspective. Learn a natural approach to healthy eating based on real whole foods you buy at the grocery store. All this and best of all, it's free. To subscribe to the complimentary Weight and Wellness Way e-newsletter, go to weightandwellness.com and enter your email address. Then watch your inbox every month for nutrition news and special offers that will help you look and feel your best. For information on other services at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, call 651-699-3438. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, before break, Wendy was talking about our new program, Nutrition for Weight Loss. And I am excited about it. People know that. And we actually have had so many requests to add some more classes for the fall that we have added another three locations. Starting October 18th, we have a location in Woodbury. And on October 19th, we have one in Edina. And starting October 20th, we're adding another class in Wyzetta. So all the people that live in Eden Prairie and Maple Grove and all those places. So what is it? What is it exactly? It's it's 12 great classes. They're one hour in length, so that's not too much time. And then we add two one-hour personal consultations with a nutritionist. And the best part is people are getting great results and one of the things that people tell me all the time is, and I'm not starving. Right. I feel great. great. I have energy. I look better. I just feel better. And so, you know, if you want to sign up, go to weightandwellness.com or you can call us at 651-699-3438. So, and one of the huge things that we have people do in that class is drink plenty of Water. water, yes. Speaking of water, and we're having a huge conversation about that today. And uh, again, Richard, welcome to the show. He's our water expert. But I know listeners often have questions. You know, we hear in weight and wellness classes. Uh, I had this question recently. You know, is a Brita filter system good enough to ensure that you have clean water? Does it take out all those um, totally dissolved solids you were talking about before? Break. No, 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 it does not. It's it's an effective filter. It deals with what I always say as the easier potential contaminants in water. So it's a filter. If we were to measure, go back to that dissolved solids thing, that if it was 300 parts going into a Brita filter, you might have 240 coming out. Okay. So it's going to help, but it's but not, not much. It's, it's, not the, it's not the solution. 
So there's a, there's another product now though that's on the market called Zero Zero Water. It's a similar type of filter, and it really takes the water down to the level that we're always addressing in water purity. The issue becomes with it because it just absorbs the material, has nowhere to clean itself. You have to keep replacing the filters very very often because it's taking so much out. Oh, so how often okay. do you would you say every well, month? Uh, more than that, depending on where people live, because okay. now it relates to what the water source is, whether it's city river water. So they might actually have to replace a filter almost weekly. Easily, depending on their use. Okay, well yep. that's that's good information. Yep. Okay. Do you want to take our question sure, too? Let's because take a, that's sure. about which. Mm-hmm. Uh... Sure, certainly happy to. Uh, Susan, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. Hi Thanks very much. Let me turn my radio down. Sure. Anyway, I um, use the reverse osmosis uh, system at the different co-ops and stuff to get my water. And I am concerned about the alkalinity and whether or not, um, I guess there's drops out there. Are you there? Yes. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, we're, we're here. Sorry. We're, 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 just, we're listening. We're, we're, we're listening, listening intently. intently. <laughs> <laughs> There's drops out there that you can use to balance the alkalinity, and I'm wondering, do they work? Well, let's for, let's go address the first question, Richard, okay. cause, because you get your water at one of the co-ops, one of the food co-ops. Right. And so they have, I mean, and I know you used to install those. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And oh. so tell us what... what uh, can you tell us which uh, co-op you buy your water at? I usually at? go to either the the two Lakewinds or else okay. now London Hills. So, okay, now, Richard, do you kind of understand what their filtering system is? Y- yes, yes. And when I when we were doing water vending in stores uh, and I did a research, that's where I really, really learned what the definition of purified water is, which means the water has to measure less than 10 parts per million of totally dissolved solids to be classified or labeled purified water. Most vending machines do not make that claim. That doesn't mean that they're not doing it, but that would be the first question. Okay. So, so the te- Go ahead, Richard. So does that make sense? Yes, so, it does. So, so reverse osmosis is a, as a technology, and if it's done properly, it can be very effective. Mm-hmm. But like everything, it can, there's, it's not that well regulated, um, so it's just a technology, not a water purity. And then uh, the other question the, is... The pH part? Yeah. The... So the pH of water as before and after is really what we're after. So if the pH of water, let's say, going into a system is is 8, the pH of 8, cleaning the water up to an extreme uh, uh, cleanliness could drop that pH to maybe 7, 7.5. But you really need to know what the pH is by measuring it, and there's ways to do that. If you want higher pH in your water, you can add things like drops or you could add salt, like Mm -hmm. uh, Himalayan salt or sea salt, and that'll raise the pH as well. Okay. That sounds simple. Yeah. 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 Okay. Thank you. Great. Good question. So, Richard, let's go ahead with that because we were talking a little bit about reverse osmosis. Yes. Um, Let's talk about some other kinds of, of filtering systems that are out there. Um, you, well, you know, one that I th- I think of all the time is all these refrigerators, because I was out shopping for a new refrigerator, and one of the selling points is it had a filtering system on it. Right, right. And I think that's good, that, that there's enough demand now that refrigerator manufacturers and everybody gets is getting on the bandwagon to clean up water. 
In a refrigerator filter, we're back to that same thing. It's going to deal with what's easy to deal with because really there's two aspects of water improvement. There's what's suspended in the water in the form of a gas, and that's easy to deal with. Mm-hmm. And then there's the level of dissolved solids, which is more difficult to deal with. So the easy to deal with would be the chlorine. Well, chlorine, um, anything that's suspended in the water in the okay. form of um, uh, trihalomethanes are there. Ammonia would be there. Okay. All right. with things like that. So and so, I would compare. Well, I think if I'm if I'm right, is I would compare like a Brita to a refrigerated. Yes. Kind of, they're the same level. That yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep, they're in that same. Yep. Correct. Correct. Okay. So it's the same thing with if it's a refri- if it's a sink faucet, the quick the things that attach to the to the to the sink. So when you you flip it and you run the water through, and like any company in any market. People will make, companies will make the claim of the thing that it deals with, not the things that it doesn't deal with. Okay. So if, you, if it says 99% removal of bacteria, well, great, because that's a wonderful thing. But what about all the other things? What about the difficult things? Okay. Sounds good. But it's an easy measurement. It just means you measure before and after, and it's, we do it all the time. Okay. So, Wendy, should we take another caller, or do we have... Oh, sure. Okay. Fran? Good morning. Yes. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Did you have a question for Richard? or? Oh, yes. Hi. Hi. Um, I have a question. I live in uh, Shakopee, Minnesota. Uh-huh. And my kid's pediatrician has always said after six months, the city water is good for the kids. But okay. But it tastes horrible to me. Yes. <laughs> and so um, uh, uh, I decided to be buying water from the fountain at Cup. Okay. At least that tastes better. It, it, I, I know taste-wise is better, but is it, it any it, better than the tap water? <laughs> well, the only way to know that would be would be to, for it to be measured. But the the first thing, the first positive thing that you're doing is you if if your children don't like the taste of water, then they're not going to drink it. And water, no, the, right? the taste thing is just my thing. The kids. Did not complain about it. It's oh, me. oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> well, um, I think whatever you're doing that to get water into your children is a good thing. Obviously, ninety nine percent of what finds its way into water is there silently, meaning only one percent of what's found in water causes taste. Mm. Okay. That's interesting. Right. So what I would suggest if you're concerned and you want to know what, you know, how to improve your water is, to, you know, to have a company out, have us out or, and, and have the water tested. Right. And, oh, and then okay. it's all about education. You know, the more informed you are as a consumer, the better decisions you can make. So, but, so, so let would me... you say the, the cup water is better filtered than the city water? I would assume so. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we would assume so. But again, you'd have to you'd have to test it. That's I mean, right. It says on there it's reverse osmosis. Or but again, if it just or... just it because it says reverse osmosis does not mean that it's it's in the true term purified water, which is back okay. to that ten. But parts wouldn't per you more. say if she's tasting something that there's probably something in well, there that right because water right when what yes okay. water should, should you know the water that we that we put into homes people describe as silky smooth maybe a little sweet. And it, enti- it entices people to want water, and that's the goal. Well, you know, to, because to, it tastes good. Yeah, well, it doesn't taste good, and it, it tastes good at room temperature, which is a key as well. You know, let term. me give you a personal testimonial because, okay. you know, when I moved into my house, I just didn't think I could afford 
a new system from Richard. But I thought I really should, but I thought I couldn't. So I went to Home Depot and got a much less expensive, and it was reverse osmosis. But guess what? what? When I went to change my filter, I couldn't even buy them any longer. Yes. So this few couple of three months ago, Richard installed a new system in my house, and the water tastes so much better, even that that change. So granted, I had a reverse osmosis, but it wasn't working the way it does. And I find that I used to drink a lot of iced tea in the morning, you know, green iced tea. And what I'm finding is I drink one glass and then I drink water in the morning. It's because of the taste again. So there's a lot so to Fran, this. Fran, are you still there? No, she's okay. gone. So, so Richard... Uh, just briefly, because we're, uh, yep. well, actually, let's do that when we get back from break, because it's time. But I want you to go further into telling Fran what you could do for her if you came to her house. Okay. I think that'd be great. Great. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Water is often the forgotten health food. If you are a pet owner or if you listen to Katie K9 at 4 p.m. on Sunday at right here on this station, 107, uh, correct nutrition is very, very important for the health of your pet. So have you ever thought about the water that you're providing for your cat or for your dog? Pet lovers, maybe your dog or cat needs better quality water. Something to consider. We'll be right back with Dishing Up Nutrition. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kvist, licensed nutritionist. And I'm here with Wendy Cates Dancer, registered nurse and nutrition counselor, and Richard Grassi. He's the water expert and owner of Richard's Custom Water System. And you've been doing this for over 25 years, right? Helping people find best systems for their home. In some ways, well, that's true. And in some ways, it's a scary thought to know that 25 years have gone by. <laughs> but, you know, when you love what you do and you have passion for it and, you, and your goal is to educate people, it's, uh, the years go by quick. So actually, Richard, you had mentioned before we went on air that not only are you doing it in homes, but you are actually doing a new restaurant coming up. Oh, yes. I'm thrilled. I mean, uh, we are doing a restaurant um, called People's Organic that will open in about a month Mm -hmm. in the Galleria. Okay. In a diner. like that. And the, the neat thing about it is that a restaurant is taking, making the investment and the effort to provide their clients with really high-quality water for all of their beverages. And that has always been an issue when I've gone into places and the, you taste the water and you think, oh, how terrible. Well, I think one of the reasons that uh, restaurants load up the water with ice is that when you make water cold, you numb your ability to taste, you know, the 1% that causes taste. But the negative is it, it affects that digestive process. Right? The colder the water is, if you're drinking ice-cold water with a meal, it shocks your system with that, that temperature, and now digestion stops, and all the energy in your stomach has to go into warming up that ice-cold water to stomach temperature before digestion can continue. Okay, so we should actually so, be drinking? Room water room temperature. And we want good-tasting room temperature water. Right. So I'm still concerned about Fran, who has this water that she <laughs> doesn't like at her house. Richard, what would you, if you walked into Fran's house, what is it that you would, t- I mean, how does that process go? I mean, would you, well, you know, you said on break that it's extremely expensive to test 
right. the water? So Would so you many, recommend that or what, you know? Right. There's so many things that are finding their way into water, uh, so many things that are not regulated. I really don't want to go down that road very often. I want to try to keep it positive. So I'm really concerned about the total amount of what's in the water, total amount of dissolved solids. And then I sit down and do a, a few simple tests because the goal is to remove what's there. I'm not so focused on what's getting into the water as okay. much as let's make it good. Let's make it beyond good. Let's make it great. Let's so, make it taste good at room well, temperature. That's right. Because if we're supposed to drink what the American Dietetic Association states is half of our body weight in ounces. Every day, if we have to drink ice cold water to do that, we're not going to succeed. If we mm-hmm. don't, if we're if the quality is suspect, if we don't trust the quality, we're not going to drink it, and we're going to go to other beverages that are not very healthy for us. Right. So back to Fran. So I, I go out into a home. The goal is to educate, educate in a very honest, informed way, and then the client can make the, the right decision for them. I'm just there to give them ideas and the and the information in, a, in a, an effective way. So whatever they do is fine. But the educated client is the key. Educated people. Education in every aspect of life is the key, I think. Very good. Excellent. Yeah. And then do you have uh, different systems that people can yes. choose? Yes. Well, depending yes. On... That's right. So we can do simple things, but even the, the most effective technology that we sell where we make the claims of removal of all known contaminants can start at a pretty uh, inexpensive uh, cost. I mean, the systems start at four ninety nine, four hundred ninety nine dollars, and go up. So and I think not... most people think in terms of it's going to cost them four thousand dollars. Yeah, right. And that's you know you can do an awful. I mean, we do put systems in of that of that cost and even a lot higher than that. But it really depends on the source of the water and all the other things involved because it's not just drinking water that we deal with. Well, in fact, you know, when you start to take a look at some of these costs. We kind of did some calculations, didn't yes, we? Yes, we did. We you did. <laughs> you know, so it, so as far as costs, you know, if you pick up a simple latte uh, every day, $4. Ex- yeah, at least. $28 a week that adds up to. And over a year's time, that's $1,460. Now, right. if you... Off a lot of... Yes. And then if you multiply that by five, five years... Of a latte every day, that's $7,300. You could have a very good system for that. (laughs) Yes, you could. And even if you go to the grocery store, like many of our callers are doing, you know, the average cost is 50 cents a gallon. Most individuals use 10 gallons per week just for drinking and cooking. Just for drinking, isn't it? For drinking and cooking, yeah. And that itself adds up to $260 a year or in five years Thirteen hundred dollars, and now the gas and the well, there's the gas and, and then driving, the, and what is it being put in? Probably plastic bottles. Sure. So, and the and the bigger picture that I find is when a person has been a person that buys water in a store and lugs it home, so it's inconvenient. They're very they kind of cherish it because it's heavy. They don't drink enough. Well, either they, but they don't oh, use it for cooking. Point. Yes, that's a good point. They're, they're stingy with it because you know that gallon weighs almost nine pounds. <laughs> well, I would really like to get to our callers because yes, okay. we good. have several. Good, Wendy. Tammy, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Did you have a question for us? Yeah, I did. Um, I've got a uh, refrigerated system, you know, filtered water in the refrigerator, but the ice tastes terrible. And I'm wondering what could be causing that, because I thought the ice was formed from the same water in the refrigerator. Well, the, um, well thank you for calling in, Tammy. Um, well, yes. I mean, there's just a one line feeding the back of the refrigerator. It goes to both the chiller on the front door and the ice. 
So there's two things that happen with ice, though. So when water is freezing into ice in a, in a freezer, it's subject to the odors that may be in the freezer, so you can, it can impart taste that way. Okay. And it can also get stale. So if you were to dump the ice more regularly, that might help with the problem. All right. But you probably notice that when that ice melts in a glass of water, you got all this stuff floating in the glass. Mm-hmm. Is that true in your case? Yeah. 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 yeah so that's like... so that's some of the dissolved solids that are now showing up. Okay. So oh, if you okay. so if you have if you were feeding purified legitimate purified water into your refrigerator, um, first of all you wouldn't get the odor in the same way, but the ice would melt slower, so it'll last longer. But you wouldn't have anything floating in your glass. And you know, Richard, that's exactly what I did. I after you installed the system, and yep. then I had that. Uh, piped into my refrigerator yes. and my ice maker, and it's my ice is perfect. It's a world of difference, and, right? Yes, and it tastes great, and the water is good, and everything is good. Well, and yeah, and when water's good, we tend to drink it, and, and then we drink more of it. It becomes the beverage of choice, which is my goal when I talk to people. And water I'm, needs to be the beverage of choice, and I'm T- sure that that's why Lynn Gordon is putting that into her restaurant because yes. she wants everything quality. That's quality. Yes. Right? Did we answer your question, Tammy? Yes, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Okay, we're going to take another caller here. i got to get the right one. Okay. I think it's Katie. Yes, good morning. Good, good morning. morning, Katie. Good morning, Katie. I have a couple questions, but a quick comment. I got an iPhone app that tracked drinking water, and I was shocked at how little I drank. Um, I thought I was pretty good, but when I started tracking, I was only getting three or four glasses of water a day. And it just really highlighted it. So anyway, that was a surprise. So I have two questions. Um, You talk about drinking room temperature water. So my first question is, is it better to drink at room temperature or cold? And then on a previous show, I remember Dar talking about some natural non-sugar things, like I think lemons or um, pomegranate juice concentrate that could be added to water. Yep. Or, yes, or, you know, cucumbers or all those kinds of things. And um, they, they give it a little different taste. You were going to say something? One Linda? of my favorite things to add to water, uh, being a nurse, is uh, uh, just cranberry. It's called just cranberries. And you put about a quarter of a cup in eight, uh, uh, eight ounces of water. I'm, no, I'm sorry, a quart. A quarter of a cup in a quart of water. Right. And drink that daily. And it really keeps our uh, urinary tract and kidneys uh, functioning well. But Richard... So there's three questions there. What was the first one again? I'm sorry. Uh, is uh, room temperature or cold water? What's the you know what's the difference? Or for even ba- and what about what about well, tea? Well, if or, you're drinking, the thing is, if you're drinking water at room temperature, you can consume more of it. Ah. And the goal is consumption. You know, water is critical in every single function of the body. Every there isn't any function that takes place without water. Or any cell that is. Now, how much of the body is water? So uh, 70, 70 some percent, seven, right? 70%. It depends on who you read. And, but. Yes, and the essential um, organs, like the brain is over 80%, the, the blood is over 80%. The, every, every, every cell in our body requires water, and not only to hydrate, but we have to eliminate. And the elimination process Get is Get rid key. of the waste. That's right. right. It's, it's based on hydration. Right. Um, so I, yes, as far as trying to drink more water, what I have found works for me is I put a big glass of water next to my bed at night. 
And so the first thing that I do before I get out of bed is I drink that glass of water. It's probably 20 ounces. And that gets me started because when I do that, then I drink more water that day. If I get out of bed and I don't do that for me, then I'm, you know, I'm like everybody else. It's, you know, you got to drink it and you got to remember to do it. Yep, that's right. Thanks for a great show. Bye. Thank you, Katie. And it's time for a break already. These come up so fast. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I want to share an article published in June uh, 2010 in the Journal of Cancer Prevention Research. And research has actually shown that a compound named Indo-3-Carbonyl can actually prevent and decrease several types of cancers. Now, this comes from broccoli and Brussels sprouts. So all I can say eat your broccoli and Brussels sprouts. We'll <laughs> be right back <laughs> with Dishing Up Nutrition and Drink Your Water. My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, before break, Wendy shared that researchers have found that IC3, which is Indole-3-Carbonyl, found in broccoli and Brussels sprouts, actually destroy a molecule essential for cell division and growth. And this is important when you're looking at cancer. And this molecule called CDC25A is this one that divides, is present at high levels in half of the breast cancer cases. So we want to stop that. And actually, this indole-3-carbonyl found in broccoli and Brussels sprouts has been found to destroy it and stop it. So we think that it's important to follow a diet high in vegetable carbohydrates and very low in processed carbs, breads, pastas, muffins, cookies. So all those things. So interesting, isn't it? So you had some questions for Richard, I think, didn't you? Yes, I did. I It gets so confusing. We've been talking about... Uh, you know, Brita filters, simple filters, sink faucet attachments, refrigerator filters, carbon filters, reverse osmosis, ionizers, et cetera, et cetera. Then that changes the pH of the water and da 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 da, da on and on. And people, it's no wonder people are confused. Yes. Right. That's, that's very true. I find that all the time. So, Richard, when you sit down with people, that's the first, my, the first thing that you're, that's important to you is educating them. Yes. Correct. So they can make an informed decision. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I understand all the technologies. I know the benefits and the negatives. And it's just being getting informed, knowing what you can have back to that same thing. Water can be taken to whatever level you deem important and affordable. Exactly. And the goal for is from my perception is to take the environment out of the water. Then you're at a clean slate and now you can do whatever you want with it. If you want to add things to it, if you want to raise the pH, if you want to add minerals. But the goal is to drink more water. And when it's clean water, it has a more positive effect on the body. And, and go, go I'm going to take this question sure. for Kiri because this fits right in here. Uh, Kiri, you had a question for Richard. Yes, I was wondering if if you're considering, if you're not sure you're going to stay in your home long term, you know, um, would it be, are these... Are these movable from one home to another, or is it a permanent fixture of the home? 
Um, yes. Great question. Yes, that's a great question. And yes, there absolutely are, are removable. If it's an attached system, like it was mounted underneath the sink or where we would prefer it on, down in the mechanical area, you just have to write it out of your purchase agreement saying we're taking this and this and this. You can't sell the house and yank it. If you're renting, for example, absolutely. We, we move systems all the time. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good you. thing. Great yep. consideration, and that okay. uh, great question. Thanks, Carrie. So, Richard, Thanks, Carrie. before we be, before we end up not having enough time, how would people get a hold of you? Well, there's there's two good ways. You could they, it could be through email at info at richardswater, or sorry, richardsh2o.com, info at richardsh2o.com, or uh, call me direct at nine five two. Good. That's great. Would we have that information at the office too, Darv? I think we probably do. Yep, we can, you know, people people want to call. So were we going to take another caller? Uh, Yes, we have, uh, this is great. We get to all our callers today. Um, Lisa, did you have a question for us? Good morning, Lisa. Hi, good morning. I was calling to ask, once you've filtered your water at home, I bring my water with me in a, a kind of like a coffee thing with filtered ice cubes, but I'm not sure the best container. When I tried metal, it tastes like metal, the water does, and you hear bad things about plastic, so I'm confused as to what container I should bring around with me with with my filtered water. Well, um, I use both. I have a stainless, and I also have a BPA-free plastic container. Okay, um, so stainless or BPH-free. Right. So BPA was why plastic got a bad name. Okay. And all the companies that were manufacturing plastic for bottles, you know, water bottles, have removed that chemical. So if it's plastic, it's okay as long as it's BPH-free. Well, for me, I would rather have, I'd rather be concerned about something a little bit in the plastic and have really clean water than not to take good water with me. I mean, right. we have to balance this. And, and I myself do glass, but well, you have to be careful. That's you know, fine. But a glass is perfect. Yes, yeah. yes. But the, but the key with plastic, if you're going to use plastic, just don't keep it in a hot. Don't put it in a hot car. Don't leave it in the sun. I mean, though, that makes the potential problem increase. Sure. Yeah. Well, that helps me because now I know what to bring with me. Okay. Yeah, okay, Lisa. Thanks <laughs> for the question. Thank you for your call. So, bye. You know, Richard, I have a question. You know, last June when you were on. Um, you talked about well water. Yes. And we, and we have a lot of people in uh, this area that have wells. Right. And that they had a higher level of arsenic. And actually, uh, one of my friends... Doesn't that kill people? Yes. <laughs> oh, Wendy. Yes, that's potentially true. Well, she just had a new well put in at our house. And when they tested her well water, it was had a higher level of arsenic. Right. And so she gave you a call, and you went out there. Yes. And you put in a new filtering system, which she loves. But talk about that a little bit about arsenic in water. Well, arsenic is a known human carcinogen. Um, the EPA's goal for it was zero, so to, for it to be zero parts per billion. And the allowable limit prior to 2006 was 50 parts, and they've lowered it to 10. And so it's out more now. People are testing for it. Some cities send letters uh, to the, um, you know, to the people in that in their city saying, "Get your arsenic tested. Get your arsenic tested." Okay. And it's uh, it's not good. You can't tell it by smell. It doesn't have a taste. It's just one of those other hidden contaminants, and it can be both naturally occurring or man-made. 
okay. that's why every, they kill everybody with it on murder. She wrote and stuff. You can't <laughs> tell it. You can't taste it. You can't smell it. Well, the love. This is the, so. So just to get a sense of what ten parts per billion is, it's equivalent to ten drops of ink in an Olympic-sized swimming pool. Oh wow! Or ten kernels of corn in a forty-foot silo. Oh wow, that's so interesting. we're talking pretty small yeah. amounts here to have it be yes not yeah. good for us. So if wow. you had a regular filter like oh like let's just hit Brita, Brita again. Not going to do it. Okay. Not going to do it. It's not <laughs> not going to take it. the arsenic. And it's a separate test, and we do test for arsenic separate. It's a separate test. Okay. So a lot of the you know if you look out, and I think you know, I mean, if you look out at Isanti, uh, Prior Lake, um, out in the areas, there's a lot of wells, aren't there? That, well, right, and yes, I mean, anyway, yeah, as soon as you get out of the inner ring, ring of the city, you go from city river water, then you go to the, the next ring of the cities, which is city well water, and then you get further beyond in every direction you go around the cities, it's all private wells. Okay. You know, I, I have a, just another, I hope we have time for another quick question. And yeah, I had do. an email from a lady that was being pressured into installing a system into her house, not yes. by you. Yeah. But by just, I'm not sure who, but it was going to cost her $4,000. And she was like, tell, and it was just for drinking water and for cooking water. Well, that's, that's an awful lot, an awful lot of money to spend on just a drinking water system. When I think of what we would do and what we could do in a home for that amount of money. But we're back to everything's a purifier. Everybody calls their system the best. Everybody says theirs makes the purest water. And it's a, it's so misleading. It's but the other thing, thing you said before, too, Richard, is is that it, 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 this is not regulated. Right. So you can kind of say anything you want. That's right. right. That's right. Yeah. Which is, again, unfortunate, which is why we need this information, which is why right. you uh, and everything, that you're on the show. All the information I, I can back up with. with, uh, with so, Richard, how yeah. do they, they get a hold of you again? Give your phone well, number. The phone number, my direct line is 952-240-0470. Uh, email is info at richards. H2O.com. Thank you for listening Thank today. you for being on the show, Richard. And, yep. We really appreciate it. I learned well, a lot myself. We'll we, uh, see you next week. Thank you for having me.